what did I find at this year's allergy and free from show? In today's podcast, I'm going to share with you what I discovered there. I had a most, the most amazing time. It was quite incredible and, and I'll explain why. I bought myself a ticket and I thought, you know what it's like in our gluten-free world or if you're dairy-free world, you tend to be one amongst your friends or you might have a couple of friends who are. Anyway, I decided to get myself a ticket because it was a free ticket and I was really in two minds whether I was going to go because it's a long way from my home to Birmingham and what was the weather going to be like, etc. And then I thought, do you know what? Let me just go. It, it'll be nice. I can have the day out to myself. I can get off in the morning. I can get there for when it opens at 10 o'clock and, you know, just spend two or three hours looking around at what I want to look at because I'm going on my own. And I thought, do you know, I'll do it in half the time. So it was sort of one of those, just go on your own and walk around. And, and I sort of forced myself to do it. Anyway, a couple of weeks before, there was this email that came through and it said, are oh, you uh, an influencer or a, a social media person or other? And well, I've got my podcast, you know, I've got my gluten-free courses, etc. So I replied and it said, put in your website and, you know, what you do. So I, I did that and I thought, I'm not going to hear anything because, you know, I look at people on Instagram, etc. I don't know how many thousands and thousands and thousands of followers they have. So never mind. Anyway, I got an email back saying, you're in. Meet in this location at this time. And I thought, but this was really quite strange. And it was to have this to meet other bloggers and it was put on by a big brand and I did not know what to expect at all I really didn't so I turned up at this place which was by this a board at the back of the cafe I started looking around and I looked at the board and there was somebody moving the board I went hello I've got an invite. And I said, oh, that's fine. This other girl as well was stood there. And so anyway, we sort of got walked together towards where we were supposed to go to this private area. And it was actually a, a little event put on by Marks and Spencers. And they wanted free from gluten-free people, Instagrammers, etc., to go and meet with them. And so we met with them and they wanted us to try a future product, which I have to say, I really enjoyed. And, and once I thought about it afterwards, I enjoyed it even more. It was like incredible. Um, and Marks and Spencers are a gluten-free brand that I love. I don't love everything in the range. Do not get me wrong. There are things there that I don't have. However, there are certain things that they have that I think are great, absolutely great. And there is very little, I don't realise what I'm eating is gluten-free. And just as an example, you know, the quiche in their range, the, the little spring rolls in their range, the, the flour in their range is great. There's lots of things that I love, but there are things that I, I'm not too keen on. Anyway, 
they wanted us to try something that is up and coming and I can't tell you what it is until January 2023 okay I was one secrecy and I won't I won't share it but it's really good and, and what they did share was <clears throat> they're free from brand within their store they understand how important it is and I I get it's it's a small range but a lot of what they have is really good and it's ethically sourced as well you know we we know that the there are certain conditions around their products qualities etc that you know it's a brand Marks and Spencer's and that's what I love anyway while we were there there was something else that we were asked to try that I hadn't found in my local store anymore. And now I know why. Because it's so good. There's never anything left on the shelf. And it's the festive sandwich. The gluten-free sandwich. And I was at a table with another blogger. And she said, the bread on this is just exceptional. You won't believe it. I have this every time at my local Marks and Spencers. And I've never seen it in my local Marks and Spencers. I see the other sandwiches. Anyway, sure enough, I opened this gluten-free festive sandwich and oh my, the bread just felt so different. It was soft. It was moist, not dry and hard as we, we've got used to. And inside it, there was stuffing. There was turkey. There was like salad stuff in there. And there was that weird stuff that I, I, I only like with a hot dinner, the cranberry sauce. I don't really like it in a sandwich, but never mind. Normally, I would have taken it out, but I didn't have a knife to sort of scrape it out. And I thought, I need to try this. But that's my personal preference. It's nothing to do with the sandwich because most people love cranberry on a, on a sandwich. It was fabulous. It was so, so good. But what I didn't want to do was eat the whole thing there because I needed to eat other things as I was walking around. And there was this other thing, this secret thing that I can't tell you about until January. I think it's 3rd of January I can tell you about that. And so I had a quarter of this sandwich and I thought, I would not know that this was gluten-free ever. I just wouldn't. And I loved it. And I took a step back and thought, they've really tried. They've really, really tried. And and what I, what I loved about it was they asked for our feedback and I gave them feedback about other products. And I, it was great. And I, I've never been to an event like that. And a lot of the other bloggers there, you know, hadn't either. And it was lovely. And I met the most incredible people who are, we're all doing our bit to help people who are gluten-free educating, sharing our hints and tips, sharing what we spend our hard-earned cash on, giving people little warnings, etc. And it was just lovely to sit down with these beautiful people. So anyway, I, I absolutely love that. So that was one of those unusual things that just happens. And from there, I was at a table with people, two of the people at the table I was sat at had real, real allergies that would give them anaphylactic shocks. And I think at times we forget when we're, when we're gluten-free because we can't tolerate it, it makes us ill. It, you know, for me, it gives, I was 
on antibiotics for 25 years because I had such horrific acne that just suddenly happened when I was about 21, 22. And I'd never had acne before that. However, at a time when I, I started to, when I've moved out of home, I, I suppose I ate a lot more pasta, a lot more bread. And that really, really, really had an impact on my skin. And as soon as I have acne, that is one of the first places that I will see it. Suddenly I'll just feel pimples, prickles on my skin, on my face. And that's really where it shows if I've eaten something with gluten. I get other, I get other side effects as well. But we sort of get used to our own side effects and we think, well, we can cope with that because we can stay in the house for 24 hours, 48 hours, however long we need to. We can get antibiotics. We can try and flush it out. But there are some people who, if they have certain items, and that may be soya, it may be peanuts, it may be gluten, it may be other things, they have reactions that put them in hospital. And it really hit home to me. And something else I found out as well, and I really want to share this because if, if I can share this message that will help you or it will help one person that you will touch, that honestly, it, it is about sharing messages. There is this thought out there that the anaphylactic shock comes on suddenly and instantly and if it doesn't come on instantly or doesn't appear to be too bad after 10, 15, 20 minutes, then that's okay. And I discovered that it is not. Just because the side effects are coming on slowly, the long-term effects to the product that that person has had can come on to the same extent, if not more. So if you see somebody who's going into a shock after eating something, the fact that they have not gone into full shock straight away does not mean it's not going to come on in a prolonged way and they still need the medical attention and they probably still need that ambulance and they still need to get into that emergency room, that A&E, to stop the after effects of eating that product that is, let's face it, it can so often be hidden or cross-contamination, etc. And I didn't realise that because I don't have those effects. And that really helped to educate me that just because someone says, oh, I don't feel good, oh, my throat, and you save 10, 15 minutes, has your throat started to close? I say, no, I don't think so now. It can happen later. And it was just, wow. We have to be so, so careful for the people around us. And if somebody's eaten something and they say, was there soya in that? Was, were there peas in that? P people can have allergies to all different things. It's not just peanuts. But we need to be as conscious to their reactions 
as we would to the the peanut situation. And I never realised that. And I am so, so glad that I was able to sit at the table with people and, and learn that and share it with you as well. Because if I ever see anybody who eats anything and they say, was there X in that? Or I think I've eaten something. I can ask the question straight away. Do you have an EpiPen? What do I need to be aware of? Rather than thinking they might have tummy troubles later. As well as that, you know, it, it was just great to understand how many different things people are allergic to. And we forget. We go into the free from aisle and we think, ah, oh, I can have everything here. No, you can't. No, we can't. No, I can't. Some things are gluten free. Some things are dairy free. Some things are nut free. Some things are soy free because people have different allergies. And the free from section is exactly what it says. It's free from different things that people can have allergies to. And that's something that I found at the Allergy and Free From show. As I was walking around, I, I walked past this bakery and I, I looked and thought, wow, look at the size of those clusters. Oh my word, look at those pastries. Oh my word, look at that bread. And then I saw the sign. This is all vegan. None of it is gluten-free. <laughs> and I suddenly realised there is still wheat in that. But what did I discover? So let's go on to what I actually found there. Well, people talk about, is it Uvella? Juvela, I, I don't know how you pronounce it. And you get this stuff, a subscription box, and you put your own products in it. I've never actually tried it. But while I was there, they said the rolls are really good. So I thought, let me try some of the rolls. So I went to the stall, had some of the rolls. I tried some of the bread and, and, I, and I just thought, do you know, I'm not a white bread lover. So I won't get the sliced white bread but I will get the little rolls. And I took them home and I part that, they, you put them in the oven to bake them. I don't know, about 10 minutes or something like that. Great, honestly, no one, absolutely nobody would know that those baked rolls were gluten-free. So if you're having a, people around to dinner and you want everyone to be the same, you don't want this, your gluten-free rolls there and everybody else can have these. Honestly, no one would remember. They're little beautiful rolls. I think I had the one thing to remember with Uvella stuff is it's fine for celiacs. They actually use, they explained to me, okay, they use wheat flour and what they do somehow is flush out all the gluten and then use what's left. I was fine with it. I can tolerate it. It's absolutely fine. But somebody, some people who have an allergy to wheat, you have to do your own research and you have to check. So I'm just saying that this is great for celiacs. I'm actually fine with it. I don't have, I am not allergic to wheat. I just can't tolerate wheat. So anyway, it, it was, it was fabulous. So these rolls really, really love them. And they were such a great price such a great price so if you ever see the allergy and free from a part of the country in a year or if you can get there go along because honestly 
if you just stock up on some of this stuff that there's an offer on, it will pay you your petrol back. Honestly, it was fabulous. So we got that. And then as I was walking around, there was a bakery and I haven't been to this bakery in, well, we've had COVID, haven't we, for the last two and a bit years anyway. So I, I did order some things online, but it's just not the same as going and buying things fresh. I, I love to buy fresh bread. And this is Wildcraft Bakery that are based in Leeds in a place called Meanwood. And they have come a long way in the last 10, 10 or so years. And they now have a cafe. And I haven't been to the cafe, but I did find their, one of their two queues. And they had a queue for the donut stand and they had a, a queue for the normal stand as well. So I queued up and it was quite interesting that I got to the front of the queue and I said, hello, Mina. And Mo Mina is the founder of Wildcraft Bakery. She said, it's fabulous to see some of the old faces as well. Because, you know, I haven't been there for a while. I live in the south of England. And I queued up for this donut and it was lovely to see her. and. I got a jam donut and you, the way I had to set it up, they had this extra stand that they've been given as part of the event. So they thought, well, why don't we have a, a donut doll that people can choose their toppings? So uh, you could choose different glazes. And I chose a jam donut with a milk chocolate glaze with like a, an orangey copper sprinkle on top. Anyway. I went outside and after the event, I, it was in my bag and I thought, I'll try that when I can find somewhere to have a coffee. And do you know what? It was so busy. I couldn't find anywhere to have a coffee. So after I'd finished the event and I went outside, I thought, no seats anywhere. And I just had one bite of this donut. Oh my word. It is a proper fried donut. It was lovely. I loved it. So anyway, I really, really enjoyed that. And I was so glad that I queued up there. I didn't queue up at the other stand because I thought I go up to Leeds every week. So at some point I am going to make the time to be able to go to their cafe and buy some stuff. But I used to buy their bread because it comes as a loaf and you can cut it with a knife and you can make your own slices and there's a cut, you know, a crust on it. And I think they do tiger bread, white bread, teflon. I think there's another one as well. Oh, a sourdough loaf. Just having bread that is something like bread is incredible. And they were there and they had all these Christmassy things on their so but I just couldn't queue for that long. As I said, I will go to the, to the place in Leeds, to their cafe in Leeds and buy stuff. You can buy things online as well. But they've changed their donuts because I know I used to try them a few years ago and I thought they're really not for me. But now they're lovely. They're so much softer. They're beautiful. So I really did enjoy this donut. So I, I went to the Wildcraft store and I, I thoroughly enjoyed meeting up with Mina et al. And then I came across this little stall and it had something on it that I love, kimchi. Now, kimchi doesn't really have gluten in it a lot of the time, but you have to be careful of the produ production site that it's using, etc. And for some pickles, we have to be a little bit different. Anyway, 
I came across this, this stall and it's kimchi with everything. Wow, is this stuff incredible? Now, what called me to it was they actually had a sprout kimchi and it was, shall we call it, it had a different word, but it was called wind in a jar. And it really caught my eyes. I was walking past. It was actually that that I saw first and then the kimchi sign afterwards and this lovely lady on her stall. And I, she was great. Like she explained how they make the kimchi and she makes it there in Essex and she's reducing the air miles rather than bringing it all the way from halfway across the world and what she does and it's all homemade and this one, the Brussels sprout one, it sells out every year. And I looked and she just had such an array of different pickles and it was just like, try this one, try this one, try this one. And she does a normal kimchi, a hotter and the hottest kimchi and I had the middle one. And that was pretty spicy, pretty spicy. And, and I've got that ready for Christmas because I thought what would be better than cold meats and cold roasties with kimchi? But then my eyes fell on something that, oh my word, if there's something that I love in the world, it's radish. And she had pickled muli, which is the really long white radish. They, I don't know, quarter, half a meter long, some of them. Really, really long things. And I looked and I thought, wow, pickled. And I tried a little bit. Oh, honestly, this blew my mind. It's a sweet pickle. It's done with a, a clear white vinegar. So, you know, you don't have to worry. Everything is gluten-friendly. Well, certainly everything that I bought. And I had to buy two jars of that because I knew that's not, not, not going to last me long. And it's probably going to be hard getting more of that. And then she, she had a ketchup on there, which was lovely. I don't actually eat that much ketchup. So I didn't buy that one. But what she did give me to sample was a barbecue sauce, again, that she makes handmade. Oh, wow. Was that amazing? Absolutely incredible. And I suddenly realised that there are all these independent creators who are creating gluten-free products for us with a taste of their culture, their background. Oh, wow. I, honestly, I had all these little jars and they're all in glass jars again. It's all about sustainability as well. Why put things in plastic jars when we can have like glass jars? So I had all these glass jars that was coming home with. I thought, I have to be able to get this again. Thankfully, she is on mail order as well. So I can go onto her website and order. But I just loved it. And I think that was the greatest discovery for me, that this pickled moolie that I've never had before and I got home and I had some crackers, some gluten-free crackers, some cheese and I had a third of a jar of this pickled moolie and I sat there all afternoon. I actually ended up leaving some of the cheese, some of the crackers and just eating and nibbling away at this moolie. I could not get enough of it. It is wow. As I said at the beginning, it's mind-blowing. Now, as I was walking around, there were lots of things there that didn't apply to me, allergy testing, etc. 
But something else that I tried as I was walking around the, the different places, the free FR Triple E, is it? Yeah. That have the flowers, the gluten free flowers, the baking powders, etc. And they have all of their cereals out to try. And I went up and I picked up this little thing, which was like fruit and fry, but it was flakes with fruit in it. How crunchy were they? They had real density to them. Because don't you find in gluten-free world, a lot of the flakes, as soon as you put your milk on, they go limp. It's like, a, it's like the old rich tea biscuit, isn't it? You know, there is no substance to them. But I really thought these tasted great. And I was, uh, there was another lady who tried them at the same time. She says, whoa, they're really different. I said, yeah, I will buy these. So the fruit and fiber free flakes were great. Now walking around, one thing that I will say, there were lots of sweet things there, cakes, etc. And what I found, and this is purely for my taste, that the, I could taste sugar in them, but what I couldn't taste was any butter or cream or anything to offset that sweetness. So for me, the cakes that I tried, I didn't try all of them, honestly, just weren't for me. But I make my own cakes anyway, and, and that's what I do. I share my recipes, and I've got my baking courses, etc. because I, I choose to put ingredients in where you do have a buttery flavor, even if you want them dairy-free. So that wasn't for me. And some of them, I could taste the chemical tastes, and that was a little bit disappointing. Also for me, if something's gluten-free, I don't need it vegan as well. And some of the items that I was trying just weren't to my taste. But if you are vegan and if you are gluten-free, you don't want things tasting of animal products like butter and cream, do you? So we're all different. And that was a real interesting time and taste test. And there was just so many different stalls there, and it was so busy. And, and I think there's a real comparison between our London events and events in Birmingham. And, and I do think that the events in Birmingham are much, much busier. And that's probably because people travel there, whereas traveling to London can be so more, much more expensive. People don't like driving through London, although I love, love driving through London. So that's why those London events are not quite as busy as they used to be, but the Birmingham events are very busy. The stallholders were absolutely wowed that they had so many people queuing up. But for the people walking around, it was too busy. It, it was like back in the day pre-COVID and it was a really, really good event. So I, I loved it. I'm sure that there will be other stalls or people there that I'll, I'll remember as well, because I do know that there's something at the back of my mind that I should have told you about. Uh, but it's really good to go to these events. I wouldn't have been able to try the Uvella. I, I wouldn't have tried some of the free products because some of those products, really, they're not stocked locally. You have to order them online. And these are things that it's great to try the full range. Oh, 
I knew there was something I forgot to tell you about. Again, I've shared this in some of the other podcasts, but there's a there's a brand called Kirsty's and I always have their apple pies. You get two slices of the most delicious deep filled apple pie and I have them in my freezer. And if people come round, I will take that out and serve it with custard for people. Everything's gluten-free. They don't know it. They don't realise that they've got something gluten-free and they love it. Everybody loves it. And I tried something there that was a mac and cheese, their macaroni cheese, and it's gluten-free. Oh, my word. It was delicious. So good. If you want a ready meal, that's one ready meal that I would actually recommend. It tasted good. It had enough sauce. It was gluten-free. Wow. What more can you ask for? And there were other things as well. I think I think there was a curry. And I had a, a little taste of that. And people around me were saying, that's really nice. And it was. It's not the hottest curry that you've ever had in your in your life. But it was a really good, tasty curry. And I tried, they had a cheesecake as well. I don't know what sort of cheesecake it was. But as I ate that, it was still frozen. They told me it was still frozen. I said, it's fine. I'll eat it in a little bit. But I actually ate it while it was still frozen. It tasted good. And you can buy that in the, in the, the, two, the two pieces in a box. So Kirsty's is absolutely a brand that I, I, I love. I buy their products. I enjoy their products. Not all of them. I will be very clear. Not all of them. There are certain things that I've tried that I thought, well, it's okay. But, but I do say that their apple pie is delicious and that mac and cheese was lovely. And, and the curry for a, a curry that isn't like a traditional curry, you know, was great. And I'm sure they do other products there as well. And that will, that's what was great to try because there's no way I would have ever hunted out some of the products. I wouldn't have known they did a mac and cheese. Oh, and the, another store that was there that I didn't buy from only because, um, it, you know, I can, I can get stuff like that. Uh, but the heck stall, heck for sausages, etc. Wow, were the queues long and I wondered why. And then when I saw what their range actually is in comparison to what I've seen on supermarket shelves, I realised there were some really exciting flavours of sausages there. And people were really keen. And they had interesting stuff as well. It wasn't limited to sausages. So have a look on the Heck site. And with all of these, you know, there were, there were chocolates there. Most of those were vegan as well, I believe. But it was a busy place. I enjoyed it. And when I came home, this is the interesting bit. I had my Marks and Spencer sandwich back left, didn't I? So I asked my husband, who is not gluten-free and doesn't really like gluten-free things, although that's all I serve him. And I said, do you want some of this sandwich? And he looked and went, oh, okay then. So I gave him the quarter that was left. And he really enjoyed it and he woofed it down. He did not realise that that was gluten-free bread. So Marks and Spencers, I have to say, you have exceeded yourself with that festive sandwich. The bread that you gave us and the bread that you are giving us in the shops at the moment, we're, we're mid-November 2022, so don't change your recipe, please. He did not realise and he then ate the other half. Well, I had a little bit. He had a little bit. But that was unheard of. If I give him gluten-free bread, he says instantly, is this your gluten-free rubbish? 
He didn't say it with the rolls that I got from the Uvella store. He ate them happily with his soup and didn't realize. And that Marks and Spencer's festive sandwich, he woofed down. So well done, Marks and Spencer's. You've made something that absolutely can be eaten by somebody who eats gluten. And he didn't realize that was a pre-packed sandwich and that exceeded it. all expectations. So well done. And that's it. And I can't tell you about the other item because I can't say about that until the 3rd of, 3rd of January 2023. But I had my donut. I ate the remainder of my donut the following day and it was still lovely. Some of the jam had leaked out, but who cares because I'd had a lovely big bite and had some jam in it. But it's great to try things. So I now know that I can go to Wildcraft and I can buy some of their jam donuts and I really like it. And there'll be other things that I'll be trying for Christmas as well. And they're an independent bakery. And we, you know, we're here to share what other people have, what we've tried. And that's just the free from show. Those were my hero stalls that I tried. There will be stalls that I didn't try just because the, the queues were too long or, or just because I thought, oh, that, that's not really down to my taste. But I loved it. So I will definitely go to the next Free From show. It'll probably be in London. I bet it'll be a lot quieter than that Birmingham one was. So go. The Allergen Free From show. Whoever you are, whatever your allergy or issue is with, an, you know, something that we can't eat, go. Because you will find, you will discover some new brands, some new items that you can have that will make your life so much easier. This is Angela from Gluten-Free Angela. Until next time, I will share more of my gluten-free journey. I've been off air for a couple of weeks with, for, for a whole host of reasons. I'll be back with you soon. You take care. Bye.